Welcome back to Russ and Rich and the Unpopular Perspective, a thought-provoking podcast that you may not always agree with. All right, well, hey, welcome to podcast number one, I guess, huh? Episode number one, man. Yeah. <laughs> Start of a new era? The beginnings, man. I love the beginnings. This is awesome. <laughs> so, don't have a lot of listeners yet, but anybody who is listening, we'd want to thank them for coming in. Absolutely. Watching or listening to our show. Absolutely. Um... What do you want to talk about, man? Well, you'd brought it up the other day uh, about uh, the passing of the final oh, member. Oh, man. You're going to make me sad right now, dude. <laughs> You're going to make me sad right now. Yeah, man. Don Wells, man. The last, end the of, last a, of Gilligan's Island, man. End of an era. End of an era, dude. I mean, all the best. I mean, this is just my opinion. But the best shows from of my generation, you know, Gilligan's Sh- Island, Sherwood Shorts, yeah, man, freaking Lost in Space, and you know, I mean, there's just so many freaking good shows, you know. I, but, never, I never really watched Lost in Space. Oh, it, was, dude. it was black and white, and I just couldn't get it, dude. <sighs> dude, that one guy was such a fucking weasel, dude. I always, <laughs> always just like wanted him to get caught and like die, you know, left on a planet or something. Well, I guess Gilligan's, always... Gilligan's Island did start out in black and white too. Oh yeah, the very the, 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 the first, season. first season was was black and white. It was yeah. completely black. Same thing with Andy, Andy Griffith, man. Uh, I think it was well, black was, and white. That was all for, black like, and white. Fucking, that was all black and white. Always. It was black and white into the sixth season. It was black and white to the sixth season. Did it get after color Bar- after after Barney uh, <clears throat> Five left and went to Raleigh. <clears throat> And they brought in, uh, 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 I forget the guy's what, name. they bring in Cletus? Yeah. Yeah. And why that was Dukes of Hazzard. And it was all, it was all, no, it was, yeah, it was Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> and then it was all color from, from there on. But the sixth season, it's crazy, man. Um, Hogan's Hero, uh, another one of my shows that I freaking absolutely loved. Uh, it was black and white on the pilot. Just the pilot was black and white. Yeah. And the first, the first season, and then episode two was in color. Um, what about I Dream of Jeannie? Oh, dude. She was sexy as hell, dude. She was actually, um, I forget her name now, but she was actually in an episode of Andy Griffith. She was like this freaking bombshell that like got off the freaking oh, bus and in Mayberry and all the dudes are in freaking Floyd's barbershop, man. And uh, look out the window and I see her coming out and she's built like a brick shit house and Barney's talking like, uh, about how he's got game and he's scared shitless. And Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched, dude. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah I wasn't. I wasn't really a Bewitched guy, honestly. I never. Uh, I never really got into Bewitch, but I remember Elizabeth Montgomery. They're all dead, too. I mean, that's what's crazy, man, is all these people, man, that we grew up with, they're gone, dude. Well, as you get older, that's going to happen more and more frequently. You know, a really good friend said to me, man, I'll never forget it. Uh, uh, My neighbor had passed away, Mrs. Metzen. She was just a really sweet lady, man, that lived right next door to us on Windy Court, and... uh, we're at her funeral, and a really good buddy of mine, more like a brother than a friend, he says to me, he says, you know, if you live long enough, Everybody God died. stops giving and he starts taking. And, <laughs> man, when he said it, I thought to myself, wow, that is that's deep, man. But so true, you I, know. I was, but, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day about um, uh, Mary Poppins. It's kind of hot, too. Dude. You had a thing for her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still watch that movie. <laughs> Don Wells was my celebrity crush. She was my first celebrity crush, man. I don't know if it was the freaking red ribbons and her freaking pigtails or if it was just the pigtails or or what it was. You know, I know we talked about this, and you said you had a thing for Ginger, but, I, you know, Ginger wasn't a fem- wasn't a chick that you could bring home to mom, you know? <laughs> I couldn't bring her home to mom. You knew it, you knew that it was not. Now your things are going down. When you close that behind the closed door, you know what I mean. But but uh, I Marianne, I think that's why I liked it. 
<laughs> yeah, man. It was Barbara Eden. That Barbara was, that, Eden, that yes. Yeah, I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah, yeah. 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 One of those shows, man. Um, uh, oh, my gosh, dude. Um, oh, everything was better then, dude. The cartoons were better. F Troop, dude. Larry Storch is still alive. He's the last off of that one, I think. You know who else is still alive? From Hogan's Heroes. Robert Clary. I never watched that show. I know you fall asleep to it every night, don't you? Dude, that's my show, dude. That's my that's my that's my white noise. That's what puts me to sleep, dude. I can I can tell I can actually recite every single episode for five seasons, bro. Do you just like start it and then fall asleep and, and never see the end of them? Yeah, so, well, I mean I I I watched every like, single one of them. Well, a thousand but yeah, times, but if you've yeah. got insomnia then you watch an episode I, or whatever. Here's how bad it is for me with Hogan's Heroes. I can go to sleep. And as I'm coming up, when I'm waking up, right? It's still on, obviously, right? When I'm waking yeah. up, my eyes don't even have to open up. I can, you know, yeah. you know, you ever had that sensation when you're asleep, and then your senses—it takes a second for your senses to aware what's going on, but then it takes a minute for your senses to click on. And it's the hearing for me is always the last thing, and then my hearing pops on, and I hear Hogan's Hero, and I literally do this. I'm like, episode. Season three, episode six. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know exactly season. what it is. Oh, here's one for you, Linda Carter. Oh, Wonder Woman, man, come on, dude. She was hot as hell, dude. She, she was fighting the Nazis too. She was fighting the Nazis, bro. You know, yeah. In the seventies, right? Dude, I just watched. Uh, I just watched the new Wonder Woman movie, in 1984, and it was a trip because you know it, when Linda Carter had that invisible jet it was it was pretty janky and pretty you know i mean that was the technology for the time i mean what was that show in the late 70s yeah but they showed in the new wonder woman how the jet was invisible and it was her powers she could make she could make stuff be invisible no it wasn't like on the super friends it wasn't like on the super friends dude Just an, just an outline of a jet. And so here I am, 55 years old, going, oh, that's how she did it. Could man. she sit in the jet and be invisible, or could you see her through the air? No, you couldn't. You could see her through the air. Inside the jet, she could see her through the air. It's actually, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, it's actually, it's actually pretty good, man. I'm about 50 movies back on the whole uh, Marvel comic thing. Now. Well, and that's what's crazy, man. Like, I take my kids to these movies, Rich, and they don't get it. And then I realize none of this shit is for them. They didn't grow up on any of it. They grew up on Teletubbies and fucking Barney well, and, it's, it's, and... It started off with like movies like uh, Toy Story and stuff like that. They put tokens in it for us adults so the kids would want to watch them. And then yeah, now the movies are basically geared for us with tokens for kids. Dude, to, to get my kids to watch a freaking one Star Wars movie is like pulling teeth. Even They speaking. don't get it. They do not get it, and I swear to God, man, it like it like it like breaks my freaking heart, dude. I, I feel like I just completely failed as a father, dude. Cameron loves them. Yeah, my none of my kids, none of them get it. Yeah, I'm like, how? What? I saw Star Wars the first one in at you know, Man's Chinese Theater down in Hollywood. Uh huh. And when I was five, and Cameron saw. The last of the first three movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was five. When Anakin, when Anakin Skywalker, from when he was little in the freaking pod, the pod races, and then. No, I think it was. Up. I think it was the Revenge of the Sith one. Oh, the Revenge of the Sith. I yeah, yeah. That's that when he freaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When him and Ben Kenobi, ben Kenobi got into it, and yeah. he got fucked. But up. I had the upper. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm such a nerd when it comes to that stuff, dude. Star Trek, dude, I mean, there's another show, dude, from my childhood, dude. Star Trek, come on, dude. I mean, James T. Kirk, dude, he was uh, fucking everything, I, I've dude. Been, I've been watching um, uh, Boston Legal lately. Oh man, that's going back too, dude. That's not that old, but it's got it's no. Got, that's it's, freaking it's, late eighties, early nineties, dude. No, it's like two thousands of them. No, Boston Legal uh-huh. with with freaking um Matthew McConaughey. No, not Matthew McConaughey. Um, William Matthew Broderick's no, William, wife, William Shatner. It's William Shatner and James Spader. You're talking about a completely different thing. Oh, okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. But okay, like, okay. There was there's a Boston Public which was about schools. It was in that's like that whole era of Boston things. I think it's actually a spinoff from L.A. McBeal. Oh, okay, okay, that's what it is. But it's it's William Shatner now, like you know. Yeah, you know, for for, for anyone out there that's listening to this, um, if you ever uh, there's pictures of me on YouTube, man, and uh, uh, I've been infam- infamously uh, uh, coined as the Black William Shatner. Um, <laughs> So, I, but yeah, dude, I, I I freaking love Star Trek, dude. Love Star Trek. Um, I think it's the, the like the the effects are super tacky. I, I grew up in the era with the the Next Generation, so I yeah. watched those. I've seen, I've seen all of the originals. There wasn't very many of those either. No, it was like three seasons. Yeah, it was like three seasons. I don't even think it went that far. But it was well, well. Initially, when it first started, they thought that it was going to flop. Right. It wasn't until after it went off the air. Yeah, that there was just up and back. It was a pilot, and then they started. And they, they, yeah, and then they started doing the reruns, and people got hooked on it. And then the next thing you know, they got into the next generation because they had this massive following that they the didn't first, realize. The first movie was lame too. Oh, dude, which one? You talking about uh, the first uh, Star Trek? Con, the uh, what was it? Uh, Wrath of Khan was the second. The Wrath of Khan was, was the second one. So the first one was um was that the one where they came to they came it had, to the, it had Kirstie Alley as a Vulcan in it. Yeah, that's right. She was so lame, dude. She was so lame. She was hot, but she was freaking lame as a freaking bull. I wasn't buying that at all, dude. Was it, was that the one where they came to San Francisco and they no, get the whale? That was four. That was the one before that. that that's number four. Oh, that was number four. Okay, we're, we're freaking Spock cops in the freaking aquarium with the freaking well. Yeah. Freaking the third one was the, the mind search for Spock because he dies at the end of the Wrath of Khan or whatever, and they he comes. They got to go get him off of that Genesis planet where they. Oh, yeah. The second one or the, yeah. the third one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was where. Yeah, that's right. Where he freaking died, freaking saving the ship and whatnot, and the freaking. And then it was like undiscovered country. Yeah, I'm not sure how many more. I know there was a crossover movie they did with the Next Generation too. Dude, I'm watching. I'm watching Star Trek Discovery right now. It's freaking bomb, dude. This is the third season. It's rad. Well, Seriously, Bakula. Scott Bakula was on when it was Enterprise. Oh yeah, that was lame though. Yeah, well, Star yeah. Trek Enterprise was so lame, dude. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. I actually watched that little right. bit of that, but. What was that about Star Trek Voyager when they put the uh, the female in, in charge of the spaceship named after a minivan? Honestly, <laughs> the original Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation, and Star Trek Discovery, or I would say those are the three that I actually um, have captured, you know, my attention where I actually want to sit down. Oh, shit, it's this time. I'm going to watch, you know, I'm going to watch this, you know. I, I have a hard time watching any episodical TV anymore. That's weird, dude. I. Dude, I, I've down, I'm, I'm that guy that's downloaded all my TV shows from my childhood. And I have them all on hard drives. Episodes and episodes and episodes. And I have every single episode of Star Trek I, The Next I've Generation. Tr- I've tried going back and watching like Dukes of Hazard. It, oh, dude. It's painful to watch. Dude. It is pain. As much as I love the show, like the movie, when they, when they the Johnny Knoxville movie, absolutely fabulous. But I, going back to watch the show, it was painful. Bro. I'm watching. I'm watching the Six Million Dollar Man right now. Lee fucking Majors, bro. 
Lee Majors, I, dude. I, but I, I watched I, it from the very beginning. The first one was like a movie, dude, when he freaking crashed and whatnot. In the I, don't, I don't think I've seen that since it was on. And and, and and the original, the only the only actors that that um all the actors in the in the pilot, none of them made it. The only one who made it was Lee Majors. Everybody else is different. Everybody, the second Oscar, episode, they were all different. Oscar, Oscar was different. Oscar Goldman or whatever. Yeah, Oscar Goldman was oh, um <laughs> was a dude that got his head chopped off in the helicopter doing the Twilight Zone movie or whatever. I forget his name. No. Yeah, he played Oscar Goldman in the very. Uh, oh, uh, oh. I mean, you mean uh, Vic Morrow? Yeah, Vic Morrow. He played Oscar in Goldman the, in the pilot. In the pilot, yeah. Oh no, kidding. When yeah. Did that, when did that happen in that that uh, Twilight Zone thing? Yeah, that was like 1983 or something like that. When he, in the, I think it was like a kid that got killed with them too. It was freaking pretty. That was that was freaking sketch, dude. Super sad, but um, yeah, Morrow was in that. But yeah, dude, dude, huge six million dollar man fan, dude. I had the freaking action figure, dude, with the freaking bionic eye and the freaking you could roll up the freaking oh, plastic skin my, on my, the arm. Yeah, my brother had that with the red suit and stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch an episode at night. It come on at like eight o'clock at night, and then it would end. And my mom and dad was like, "Russ K is something. Russ, Russ Mark, time to go to bed." And I'm like. Acting like I'm the six million dollar man, running down the hallway in slow motion to my bedroom to go to bed. I remember that like yesterday, dude. And there aren't shows like that. I don't think for kids today to freaking open up their imagination and freaking make them. Oh no, kids are dumb as rocks. Yeah, they're dumb as rocks, dude. Like it's so well, sad. It's the smartphones and shit. The cartoons we watched as kids, they weren't made for kids. They were made as war propaganda back in the forties. Yeah. You know, I said this, I was, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, man, I'll never forget it, I'm in my car with my boys, my fellows, and we're rolling, and um, I made a comment, I was thinking out loud, and I didn't realize I was doing it, and there was just this freaking, like, tent city, man, all these homeless people, and I, I said it out loud, I said, what the hell is going on with the world, and my son, Ethan, goes, dad, you act like there wasn't any homelessness when you were a kid, and I said, there wasn't. They were bums. They yeah, were, they, were they weren't even bums. They were hobos in, in Sacramento. You had to go down to the to Roseville Rail Yard. You might yeah. see some hobos trying to jump a train, but that was about it, dude. Yeah. And and Skyler, my oldest boy, he goes, "Well, Dad, if it was so great, man, um, let me ask you a question." I said, "Okay, shoot." He goes, "If you could do it all over again and be twelve again, would you do it?" And I said, "Well, it depends." And I love the honesty of kids, man. Because my youngest boy, who's like the, the he's like the smartass of the two, right? He's always got something freaking witty and quick to say. He goes, "Well, I hate to break it to you, Dad, but you're over fifty years old. You ain't got a lot of options. It's half time for you. I'm hearing you, but depend on what, right?" And I said, "Well, that may be true, but it would still depend." He goes, "Okay, well, I hear you. Depend on what?" I says, "I'd have to live in my time, not your time, and I have to be Russell Myers again." Not anyone else. It's been fun being me, and my time was done. And my son, my oldest boy, goes, "Your time? You didn't have? What do you guys have? Walkie talkies and transistor radios?" Absolutely. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I had an orange realistic transistor radio, and I had a Sony walkie talkie, and I had air hockey, and I had Atari twenty six hundred. Did, did you ever have a um, a crystal radio? Ah, uh, crystal radio. I don't know if I did or not. My, my dad used to play with crystal radios and the little earbud thing, and he hook it to the the alligator clip to the bed frame." I don't know and if I had one of those or not. You'd adjust the little adjuster thing on there. It would pick up AM radios all the way Oh, around. wow. No, I don't think I had that, but it, dude. But it didn't require batteries. Do you remember Pong? Oh, yeah. I was the first kid in my cul-de-sac to have Pong. Just a black screen with freaking two white dots. That, that took D-cell batteries? It had the freaking... The, the yeah, controller but, was like a knob. Like but a, it, had the, it took D-cell batteries. Yes, it didn't yes. didn't into the wall. Yes, yes, yep. My aunt had one of those. That was state-of-the-art, dude. And now you look at this... 
crap that they have, man, and it's just. We had a Fairchild VHF. Oh no, kidding! Kids. Do you remember that? Yes, of course I do, and man. Handle the triangle yeah. from the top or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we had one of those. I was the first Cat kid mouse. on my block to have a computer, man. I remember my my bu- my buddy going, saying to me, Eric, he goes, "You're a freaking spoiled dude." Did you have a Commodore? Nah, dude. Yeah. I had a Texas Instrument T100, dude. We had TRS-80. Okay, right. it had the freaking like the little uh, slide cartridges on the side where you could like pop in a game and whatnot. I mean, and then it had the full typewriter on this side here, and of course you had to plug the wires into a TV. It didn't come with that's the monitors. Just, that's a throwback, dude. Oh yeah, ours had like the the operating system. You had to put it on a floppy disk and put it in, and then yeah, you'd take that floppy yeah. disk out once it was loaded, and you could put the other one. That was a generation or two after my first computer, dude. <laughs> well, I remember why because I worked at Radio Shack. We had well, I was going through the the storeroom. This is like back in the late nineties. We were going through the storeroom. Yeah, and they were the because it was a TRS eighty, I think it was like TRS eighty or something like that for and, Commodore. No, 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 it was a, it was Tandy. Oh, Tandy. Okay, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was uh, it used audio cassettes for storage. It used a standard audio cassette. Really? And then uh, we had a we had a Tandy one thousand is what we had. Wow. We had floppy disks or whatever. Yeah. We used to play Leisure Suit Larry on it. <clears throat> you know, it's it's it, it was it was an, it was a time of innocence. It was time. I mean, we were. I grew up very very fortunate. Um, we, you know, I, you know, you don't realize. You know, you know, you don't realize that when you're a kid. You yeah. know how you're growing up. You take stuff. You take crap for, for granted because you don't know shit. You're dumb as a box of rocks. But <laughs> but you look back and you're like, holy crap, man! I had a pretty cool freaking childhood. You know, mom and pops are pretty good providers. Um, but uh, yeah, we had all kinds of shit, dude. All kinds of shit, man. You remember the Huffy? I mean, the first BMX bike was Huffy, dude. <laughs> remember that? That piece of shit, dude. <laughs> I remember getting out of those for Christmas, and I was freaking psyched, dude. I had a Huffy? What? Uh, oh, my God, hey, you, yeah, you weren't the cool kid if you had no, a Huffy. No, dude. And, and it was, it you, had was, have a, was, you had to have a diamond back. It, it was funny because there's this, there this commercial right now where um, it's an insurance commercial, and, and the kid, you know, it's Christmas time, and the kids open the president, and one kid's like, yeah, man, I got I got homeowner's insurance that covers my home and, and, and this and that and the other thing, and then the parent goes, Robbie, what did you get? And he opens it up, and it's, he goes, I got a bike, and he <laughs> kicks the bike, right? And it's hilarious because I remember doing that as a kid, right? Because I was, you know, not really that appreciative, right? I remember getting my Huffy, and I'm all freaking psyched, and I go outside, and my buddy Eric Becker, or not Eric, Brian Devine, he got a freaking Redline Pro Line, right? <laughs> you know, He's probably like, like the kids that used to race on the track. Yeah, white frame mm-hmm. with the freaking red freaking tires and freaking the mag wheels, and yeah. you know, and, I, and I'm standing there with my Huffy, dude. I'm like... Man, this did you have bullshit. pads on it? <laughs> oh yeah. Did it have curved bars or were they straight? Bars? They were straight bars, dude, and it had the square seat. The seat wasn't even like contoured for your legs. It was like a freaking square, like uh, rectangle seat, dude. Did you have a banana seat? Oh, I, now I had a. Now I wish I had that bike, but that's the one bike that I really wish that I had. I had a freaking Schwinn Stingray, dude. It was freaking metallic blue with the freaking sparkles, with the silver uh, banana seat with the sparkles in it, dude, and with the freaking uh, racing slick in the back. That bike was freaking rad, dude. <laughs> and I've gone online, Rich, and I've looked on Amazon for those bikes, and I found my exact bike. And would you believe that bike can go anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars for that bike now? It's got to be in pristine condition. They're, they're collectors now. Numbers. Yeah, I, I watch American Pickers. They're, yeah, they're going to finding those. Stingrays with the shifter thing on. Yeah, my brother had the Schwinn cotton picker, dude. It was white with a big freaking had the big freaking shock in the front of it, and it had a gear shifter on the freaking cross 
crossbar across the front of it. It was called the Cotton Picker, dude. I'll never forget that. It was it was hilarious, dude. That's totally racist. It's like racist as hell, dude. The Cotton Picker, dude. He's straight. You can't make that shit up, dude. If it was a Mexican bike, remember the Mexican bikes? Oh, uh, dude. They yeah. could call it the Lettuce Picker. The Lettuce Picker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yep. Yep. We, I mean, we had some cool shit, though, man. I mean, I mean, uh, I remember, you know, I remember. Dude, we used what, to play outside. Dude, I remember for one year for Christmas, all I wanted was, uh, and, and here's what happened. I'm, I'm riding my bike, if you can, if you can fathom this, in Carmichael, and uh, I'm going down Cypress Way, and there's this big 18-wheeler parked along the side of the road and the road's not that big it's like maybe a two and a half lane i mean it's barely enough space for two cars going opposite directions and bicycles on this road and here's this huge 18 wheeler and as i get up to it guess who it is bj and the bear evil fucking knievel oh no shit yeah dude his freaking traveling uh uh 18 wheeler truck he was in town for a show and he had family that actually lived on cyprus in carmichael so you can imagine you know here's this kid that's like 11 years old dude and evil Knievel at that time was a freaking god dude he was bigger than elvis that dude was freaking jumping over like 50 buses stacked and doing just crazy stuff and you know caesar's palace and i mean he was like he was like you know steve austin in real life right yeah and uh i remember seeing that and all i wanted for christmas this one christmas i didn't care about anything else i had to have the evil knievel freaking toy where you put the the rider and the thing rip, and you rip cord no thing. no not the rip cord this one you put in a launcher and it had a thing oh, a hand crank hand crank and you crank it and then it took off and did wheelies and whatnot again stuff that i wish that i had kept you know yeah Th- just really really cool stuff that we you know that that you know was part of my childhood Yep. All right. We're, so we're back from the break, and we left off with uh, Evil Knievel. Yeah, man. Evil Knievel was God, dude. He was God, dude. Do you remember, do you remember the stuff that he, when he was talking about jumping the Grand Canyon? I thought, okay. No, it was that Snake River Canyon. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. But it, I mean, it, I mean, it was the Grand Canyon. It was, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, he's building a freaking rocket and gonna launch a rocket over, uh, oh, you know, over, you know, this gorge, you know, and try to survive. And I remember. Uh, I had just seen, um, which was like totally underground at the time. You remember, did, you ever, did you ever see as a kid Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. Dude. And these fools are like freaking making these cars. Uh-huh. this one dude built this freaking Lincoln with like little small wings on the side of it and freaking hauling ass and hits this freaking ramp at like 230 miles an hour. And as soon as it gets airborne, the wings just kind of fold and... <laughs> And he freaking dies, and I'm thinking Is that like spanky something or yeah, dude, yeah, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking is about. That, is dude. that the one? Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he freaking freaking crashed and burned, dude. And so I'm thinking, you know, evil was my was like my hero, dude. I'm like, no, he used dude. to jump on a Harley on a Harley Davidson with no suspension, bro. Yeah, one of the most rigid <laughs> bikes you could possibly. That's why. That's why. Like the the kids that are doing stuff they're doing now, I'm not impressed. I'm not pressed. Do that same thing on a refrigerator, dude. I mean, that's like what he was doing, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was doing it on freaking Harley Davidson's, bro. The dude was gangster, dude. He had to have a big set of balls, dude. Dude, did you, have you ever watched his crash at Caesar Palace, dude? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. I've the seen. house body just falls and just like contorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh. like, oh my God, dude. He was amazing, bro. But he was a genius. He he mastered marketing himself and, and turning himself into a brand, dude. And I mean, that dude made so much freaking money, you know, um, with you know 
his licensing and whatnot with Mattel Toys. Did he actually get that stuff? Oh, yeah. He got paid, bro. He wasn't just getting paid on I mean, he did that freaking jump. Uh, I think he crashed on that one, too, at the Astrodome, dude. Um, he freaking ate, you know, he freaking yard sailed it big freaking time, dude, and just ate shit. Um, <laughs> but he did it in front of, you know, Max Crowd, dude, at freaking, you know, Astrodome, in the Astrodome, man. So I, I don't think that the money was the same as it is today. It said he had a, when he died, he had a net worth of three million bucks. No way, really? People didn't make any money doing any of that shit. That was all for the love of it. Really? Yeah. I thought he was living like Elvis, dude. <laughs> no. Like I said, that that eighteen wheeler, dude, it, it left an impact on me, dude. It was freaking amazing, dude. So he didn't. Didn't he have a freaking? I thought he had a. He had like a jet, like freaking Elvis Presley too, like an evil Knievel jet, dude. Uh, I don't know that he did. Now, Elvis Presley showed that he had a net, net worth of $20 million. When he died. He was doing all right. Yeah, he was doing pretty damn good. <clears throat> yeah. But, but money wasn't the same then. Obviously, you go back and inflation is going to take a lot of that away. Yeah. but uh, That's so true, dude. $3 million from then. I don't know. What year did he die? Evil? Yeah. He was, just died uh, like six years ago. 2007. Oh, okay. He was only 69 years old. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude. It's amazing <laughs> he lived that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing he made it a 69, bro. Seriously. Like a you, cat with nine lives. Can you imagine what the pain that he had to freaking, you know, endure? Oh, the arthritis and Yeah, stuff. over the last 20 years of his life, dude. It must have been hell every day of the last 20 years of his life. He was probably wishing for death to come. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he, that dude, I mean, they said he broke every bone in his body, dude. <laughs> like, fathom that for a second, they, dude. They, they did him on The Simpsons. Yeah. His name was Captain Lance Murdock. <laughs> I remember that, dude. <laughs> And he's in the hospital. Bart goes to visit him in the hospital, and, yeah. and uh, he saw. Well, it looks like you broke every single bone in your body. And he puts his finger up, and, and he goes, and he hears a crick, and he goes, "Up, oh, well, that's it. That's, it. that's, <laughs> that's one. That's the last one." <laughs> yeah, man, that guy was gangster, dude. I'm trying to think of anyone else that had that much impact on me as a child, dude. And the only other two people that I can say that that impacted me. That were dudes, not females. Because I mean, I had Farrah Fawcett on the back of my door in my bedroom, and I had Cheryl Teagues over my bed, and then I had Bruce Lee. You know, my desk, I had Muhammad Ali. Nah, had, mine was always Richard Petty. Oh, Richard Petty, yeah, the yeah. king, dude. Of course, you're a race car guy, dude. Oh, yeah, when you're a kid, you don't really know who to root for. The guy yeah. had the same name as me, so yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was, for me, it was it was Muhammad Ali. Um, uh, I was. Because of my dad, I was big in the boxing, dude. You know, of course, Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns and all those guys. But Muhammad Ali was just a freaking, you know, he was a stud, dude. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee died way too freaking young, though, dude. You know, can you imagine what he would have done, you know, if he had freaking lived? And what, what's crazy is, is that, you know, did you ever watch as a kid the show um, with David Carradine, uh, Kung Fu? Yeah, with David Carradine. Yeah, yeah, I freaking love that show, dude. Did you know that that was that that was written by Bruce Lee and he was supposed to originally play uh, uh, the character in that in the Kung Fu? Really? I, I mean, it would have made sense, but it was a time, dude. I mean, I mean, we talked about this before, you know. Um, uh, and that time, you know, America wasn't ready for you know the leading leading uh, man to be Chinese, even in a Kung Fu movie. <laughs> Oh, and, and they don't get much wider than David. They Carradine. don't get much wider than David Carradine, you know. So you know who his kid was, don't you? No, it was uh, Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds. Get out! As Robert Carradine. 
Wait, wait, wait the black kid? No, Lewis. Lewis was the the one. Oh, the nerd, the super nerdy kid, the super nerd, the uh, with the black with the black glasses. That yeah. that was David Carradine's son. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, huh? He died freaking weird, dude. He like freaking did he hang himself in a closet or some some weird? I, how I he checked know. out? I don't know. And yeah. we're back again. Yeah. So how how did he die, man? He died. I, I was it like he. Committed suicide or was it an overdose? Uh, or do you remember? Let's see if we can't find out. Because he, had, you know, the, the other thing that, that Carradine did that was freaking amazing was Kill Bill, dude. Another one of my favorite movies, dude. Oh, he, he must have died recently then, huh? No, Carradine's been dead. He, he I think he passed away in like. On, on, uh, like in 2010. 2010, yeah. I know it was like mysterious circumstances how he passed away, you know. Um, but, uh,. Accidental asphyxiation. Oh, so he was into some freaky stuff. He was having sex, and he had some chick like choking him out. Was while, you know what I'm saying? That weird stuff. Yeah, they, well, like they, well, yeah he was stuff. by himself. Oh, because so they, cons- they first they thought it was a suicide, and then uh, they considered it to be an accidental asphyxiation. So he was. So he was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What an it. What a, what a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah wow it's worse because you can't like you can't undo yourself when you when they come in they, uh that's what he was doing you know what's you know what's freaking crazy dude you know what's freaking crazy is uh anthony bourdain right you know what that you, you remember anthony bourdain mm-hmm. he was a chef that traveled yeah, all around traveled, the world and yeah. he was a freaking amazing cook and he got to tra- he got to eat exotic foods and whatnot and uh he just had like this kick-ass life right yeah and then he killed himself Right, right, and I love what David Chappelle said. David Chappelle said that uh, he said that he had a buddy that um, he went to school with, right? That was like borderline genius, and he uh, at all these schools that were like um, asking for him to come to his to their school, right? He could go mm-hmm. anywhere. He had his pick of places he could go. He could go to Yale. He could go to Harvard, Princeton, wherever he wanted to go. He wanted to become a Rhodes Scholar, and and uh, I want to say he went to Harvard and he met this girl, right? And he meets this girl and falls in love with her, and he drops out of school. Right. Yeah. And he starts working at like freaking Jimco. Right. And uh, right. His whole family's like devastated or like, you know, Charlie, you got to go back to school. You know, you've got, you know, you this bright future and whatnot. And he's like, no, I'm in love. And it's just going to be me and her. And we're going to we're going to do amazing things in our life. And he drops out of school. Right. Well, now he's not making any money. He's, you know, slowly turning into a loser and his girl leaves him. Right. And so he moves back home to D.C. Right. And like 15 years passes. And David Chappelle says that he's, you know, decides he's hungry, so he goes to like an In-N-Out Burger, right, to order some food. And he rolls up to the window, and here's this kid that's standing in the window, right? And he's taking his order. And he's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, well, you know, life kind of took a turn." And he's like, "Well, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "You know, I didn't finish school at Harvard, and you know, this, that, and the other happened." And and uh, you know, he told him the whole story. And Chappelle goes, "You want to know what's crazy about all that? That whole story is." Never once did that guy ever think about killing himself. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain that's got like the best job ever. He's traveled all over the world. Yeah, all this shit that like, could potentially happen to you and never even crosses your mind to off yourself. Never your mind off yourself, right? <laughs> this guy had every reason. You'd be like, you know what, dude? Maybe you should kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? Better tough run of luck, you know? Never thought about killing himself, you know? So it's like, what was Anthony Bourdain thinking, dude? Like, how bad could it have really have been, dude? Well, most celebrities are like this. Like, like Jesus Christ, man. That's, uh, that's, that's, 
I mean, you know, like, like to see uh, Robin Williams to see him do uh, himself. Dude. Yeah, but Robin was dealing with demons. Like he, they, yeah. they said that he had like you know I don't, I don't know if it was dementia or well no, he he never got over Bruce or was his name um uh, John Belushi John Belushi yeah, yeah they were like boys man and actually he was there the night that oh yeah know, he's partially probably responsible yeah. for supplying the coke yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's freaking crazy dude but yeah man I, I I don't understand that I don't I've never really gotten that dude. Like and I've been to some pretty pretty dark places and and had my highs, had my triumphs, and definitely had my freaking disappointments in life. But but uh, you know, grateful that you all you know you you have the tenacity to, to like fight through stuff. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, that's crazy about about David Carradine. So he was into some freaky stuff and accidentally freaking hung himself, huh? Choked himself out. Weird. So here's a list of. Celebrities we said farewell to in 2020, and Don Wells being the last of them. You know what's crazy is? Everything went to shit. And and you know what's funny is, is that no one knew this. I had no idea that Kobe Bryant was keeping the whole world together. Because it seemed like as soon as he died. <laughs> he started it. He started it. As soon as he died, everything went to shit. Uh. Everything, right? You know, I remember being just so sad when he freaking passed away, you know. And there's only a handful of people that do it to me. Don Wells did that to me. I was actually I really bummed. I didn't even know him. Yeah. Like, I know I know nothing of Kobe Bryant other than the fact that he was in a hotel room with somebody what? who blamed him for, for, yeah, for, for, for accused him of rape. Him that's, of rape. All, that's all I know of Kobe. That's never once, never once saw him play basketball. One of, the, one, of the, one, of the, one of the best basketball players of all time. Never once saw him play. That's insane, dude. Not dude. even on TV. But, but you don't watch. But you're an anomaly, dude. You don't watch football. You have no idea who's in the playoffs. They don't have engines. You don't watch baseball. They don't have engines. Right? You don't watch basketball. They don't have engines. Right? You're white. You don't watch hockey. Right? Like, like They don't have you're, engines. You're, you're, you're kind of like Anthony Bourdain, dude. You're an anomaly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're an anomaly, bro. So no. Char- Charlie Pride, he went this year. Yeah. 2020. The black country artist. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. you know what? I get you, Rich, because when I was a kid, dude... And I, I still uh, am. You know, Darth Vader went. David Prowse went. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't a voice. No, he that was, just was the, James Earl. That Jones. was James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. Trebek. But that was crazy, dude. That was really crazy. That's some young people. But you're you're a NASCAR guy. You're not really an I open wheel NASCAR guy. either. Oh, so you're, it's just F one. I like real sports. See, I like I like I do watch the Indy because that's around my birthday. Yeah. So I watched Indianapolis 500. I was a big, you know, AJ Foyt fan. Oh, and like, we lost Sean Connery this year too. Yeah, I told you that, dude. That's yeah, why I, I, was I, mean, I knew it. I, I knew it. I just wasn't paying attention. The real, the real 007, dude. <laughs> the real 007 is gone. Oh, and Eddie Van Halen. That's right. Yep. You called me when he passed away. I didn't believe it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Good but luck. hey, little you, Richard. Hey, you know how you know how Eddie died, right? How did he die? Cancer. You remember him playing guitar? In concert, yeah, he would actually freaking be smoking while he was playing, and he would take the freaking the the oh, put it in the guitar, put it guitar. on top of the guitar, and keep playing, dude, keep rocking out, dude. So it wasn't it wasn't a surprise that he checked out like that, you know. Oh, Regis Philbin died too, huh? Yep, he's gone, bro. <clears throat> That's too bad. Oh, yep. man, there's Kobe. Huh? Punches, man. We lost a lot of freaking big names in 2020. Well, at least Kobe can't blame his on the COVID. No, no, <laughs> no. He, he, he. You know, there, there's. I forget the guy, Billy Conley. You know who the the, the, the comedian Billy Conley? Uh, doesn't sound familiar. He's a Scottish comedian, dude. He's freaking hilarious, and one of the funniest skits that he ever did. I just thought, I just cried, dude, because, you know, I, every time I get in a plane, 
you know, I'd always, I always thought this, but I never said it out loud. He goes, he goes, what, you know, how many people in here fly? And everyone raises their hands. And he goes, let me ask you guys a question. Why are you putting a seatbelt on in a plane? When's the last time you heard on the news today, a 747 crashed into the side of a mountain? Luckily, everyone was wearing their seatbelts. <laughs> Right? It does happen where there's an incident or whatever. Yeah, but but very rarely. Do you remember the the flight to Hawaii when the top of the plane came? Yeah, out? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I remember that. I think that the only ones that died in that were the freaking flight attendants that were standing. The ones that weren't seatbelts. Weren't seatbelts. Yeah, yeah. But Grant Imahara died this year. Who? Wilford Brimley died this year. Oh wow! Wow, I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, man, it's it's. Uh, oh, and Kelly Preston died this year. Yeah, she died of cancer, though breast cancer. She had had a full mastectomy and the whole nine yards, and it still came back and. and Travolta, died. man, what bad luck, huh? Yeah, a kid and his first, wife. First, first his hair, then his kid, then his <laughs> wife. I mean, Jesus Christ, his hair died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So we, easily if we forget losing all our heroes, man. Oh, Jerry Stiller died this year. Yeah. Ben Stiller's dad, yeah. I mean, he's a freaking comedic legend Mr. as well. Mr. Costanza. Hilarious, dude. For one funny dude, man. Yep. No kidding. It's a bunch of these people that don't really even know who they are, but... Yeah. I'm out of the loop when it comes to watching TV. I'll tell you something else that happened that was freaking crazy. Was, you know, you, you you obviously remember when Michael Jackson passed away, right? Yeah. I remember telling my, my nephew, I said, hey, you're going to sit down and you're going to watch this with me. Because this is that you you could live three lifetimes and never see this ever again. More people at his at his funeral than were at presidential inaugurations, right? I mean, he was a, he was a big deal. But the really sad part that no one ever talks about. Guess who else died the same day? Fair Fawcett. Fair Fawcett, dude. Yeah. And Fred, dude, Fred Willard died too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. Fred Willard was, uh, dude. He's another comedic legend, dude. So many TV shows, dude. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Huh. Crazy, yeah. What a rough year. 2020 sucked. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 sucked. <laughs> it was not good, dude. When you get your Back to the Future time machine, just make sure yeah, that just you bypass, never set it to 2020. Yeah, just bypass 2020, man. It was brutal, dude. <laughs> it was brutal. So. Uh. Oh, Neil Peart, greatest drummer ever lived. Yeah. Well, that's right. There's, what was the dude uh, for uh, Def Leppard that drum with one hand? Uh, it's not Neil Peart, dude. You know Neil Peart is, right? Yeah, from of Rush. course. Yeah, from Rush, yeah. yeah. Huh. Nice, some young Oh, Kenny Rogers died. Yeah, too. he passed away early. I want to say like March. Oh, Curly Neal died. I seen him play basketball. Oh, did you really? I've the Globetrotter? In, in person, I've seen him play, yeah. And you don't watch basketball. I was I, I was it was physically there. You were like a kid. It was yeah. It was my brother's high school. We, oh wow! Little Trotters came and played at my brother's high school. Well, that's freaking cool. Yeah. You know this this guy. They you, were cool dudes. They were they were all real cool dudes. Yeah. Metal Arc Lemon and. So as a kid, man, growing up right down the street from Richard Pryor, honestly, man, between you and I, I won't freaking rat you out. I won't call the <laughs> cops or say anything, you know, in case you know. But I'm sure statute of limitations is long since passed, but. Living right down the street from Richard Pryor, did you ever like have you know you know any mischievous yeah, thoughts of like he jump was on the, the other fence? side of the tracks? It wasn't. I mean, it was 
It was close, but it wasn't that close. Never hopped the fence. I mean, I did some freaking pretty. We did some pretty sketchy shit as kids. I always playing railroad tracks all the time. But I mean, it was like literally as the crow flies. It was closer than actually getting there because you had to go around a neighborhood. I guarantee you, if I lived, you know, right there next to Richard Pryor as a kid, me and my boys, the Winnie Court <laughs> gang, we would have freaking been on. We would we would have had to bur- bur- knocking bur- on his doorstep. Oh yeah, dude, leaving a freaking bag of dog shit and settling on fire on his doorstep or something. You know, <laughs> well, you, you know, he learned about catching on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. What a year. Good riddance. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, so, hey, we're at, we're at about forty minutes here. We call it. You want to call it? Yeah. Okay. Make this the end of podcast number one. Podcast number one, episode one, <laughs> two thousand and twenty-one. January fifth. January fifth. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this is going to get good, man. We started getting the cameras going and whatnot, and uh, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can keep it revel- uh, re- relevant. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm black, so some 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 words are very very tar- hard for me to, to yeah, Pacifically, yeah, Pacifically or Atl- birth- Atlantically or, or Pacifically. Birthday. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a bunch, so you're just going to have to bear with me on that. You know what got, I mean? Got your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Still got all your teeth, right? But what was it? What was the actor like, Fuck you! You know what I'm talking about? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this is cool. Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, anyone out there that's listening to us? Thank you very much. We appreciate it. <laughs> And happy birthday. And happy birthday. (laughs) My birthday is not till May 1st, buddy.